Hi, I'm Jessie, your host of the Jessie Williams Podcast. I'm an entrepreneur and business mentor bringing you fun and thought-provoking conversations around money, wellness, business, life, and personal development. This is the space where humor meets depth and no topic is off limits. Let's fuck shit up. Hello, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Jesse Williams podcast. I'm so excited to be back in your ear holes with another solo episode. But before we get into today's episode, I thought I would just give you guys a little bit of a life update. Not even so much of a life update, but more just like the season that I've been in recently. And I've been in my season of, it's a mix of consciously being unconscious and also a little bit of my that girl era and what that looks like. It's not for anyone else other than myself. The part around being consciously unconscious is I've been doing things that at a certain time in my journey, I really steered clear from because my relationship to those things weren't the best. So for example, years and years and years ago, I remember when I was still living at my mom's house, I remember I would do things like binge watch Pretty Little Liars, One Tree Hill, like whatever it was. Like I remember the season of actually just binge watching TV and and really distracting myself, numbing out, avoidance. And I was doing things like that instead of actually productively moving the needle in my life or improving my health, improving my mindset, really, really working on myself. So I stopped doing things like that to the point that the last few years, I don't watch episodes of TV consecutively. Like I wouldn't watch back to back two episodes unless I was with my partner and it was something we were doing together. I would never just do that in the middle of the day by myself or when I was alone and things. I would always be doing things like watching a masterclass or plugging into a mastermind or reading a book and things like that, bar obviously, you know, going to the gym and stuff like that. But if I was at home and I was like chilling and winding down, it would be kind of learning. And then I kind of found an outlet of like fiction reading. So I started kind of like reading fiction books and that was great. However, I've recently come into this season where I've been doing things like, you know, watching four episodes of Pretty Little Liar back to back because I'm wild like that. And whilst that's happened one time, (laughs) whilst that's happened one time, it happened, but that's not the only thing. There's also been like, even on the weekend, I gave myself space to just like literally scroll TikTok and watch like, there's like a hashtag, something like Amazon finds or Amazon must haves or something like that. And you know those really aesthetic TikTok videos where you'll watch people like unbox like their Amazon gadgets and things like that? I was in an Amazon gadget hole and next thing I knew, I'd done a $500 Amazon order and a lot of it came today. And to be honest, I'm pretty pleased. I'm going to give them an 8.5 out of 10. There are a couple of things that I was like, eh, but most of the things are really good. Like I've got everything from like storage things so I can start organizing things and have things clutter free. I got like all beige cooking utensils instead of the standard black ones. I got makeup brush holders and you, you guys are getting the vibe of what I've been watching on TikTok, but I've just been giving myself space to do that. And it's been really, really nice. So if you're someone who you find yourself in 
a personal development hole where every book you have to be reading needs to be personal development. Every TV show you have to be watching needs to be a fucking documentary. Every podcast you listen to has to be educational. Just like every single area of your life is like always learning, always growing, always evolving. I think you can give yourself space to just have some fun. And I think it's such a different relationship. When I watch, for example, four episodes back to back of Pretty Little Lies Now, that's an out of character moment or an out of ordinary thing. That's not my life. That's not my standard Wednesday. Every Wednesday, for example, one day I'm going shopping and then the next week I'm catching up with friends and then one day I'm like going to the gym and then one Thursday I'm watching four episodes of Pretty Little Liars. Like this is where you get to look at, is it your all the time baseline to the point you unconsciously turn the TV on without even thinking about the fact that you're putting the TV on because it's such a mundane, unconscious part of your routine to the point it's like ritualistic and you're just completely unconscious. Like you don't even think about what you're doing. You just literally go through the motions and it's like you're a fucking walking zombie that, you know, opens up your laptop and types in Netflix or flicks on the TV. Like that's such a different relationship to things like TV shows and movies and things versus actually allowing it to be an intentional thing. Where for me, I know that when I'm watching Pretty Little Liars, I'm watching, I'm being intentional, I'm enjoying it. And I think people can take things like that so far to the point that they actually stop enjoying things like that. They actually stop even enjoying what they're even watching. Like it's almost like when you eat chocolate and you have that first square of chocolate and it's so delicious. But if you just keep eating the chocolate and eating the chocolate and eating the chocolate, eventually that taste is never the same as that first bite. And I think that kind of happens with, again, I'm using the example of like TV, but there's other ways that this can play out for some people. Maybe you're like a gamer, like whatever your thing is, right? But I really feel like I'm in a position of my life now where I can reintegrate things like this. I can reintegrate fiction books. I can reintegrate movies and TV and TikTok and fun things. And my relationship to them is so incredibly different. And I don't shame myself for utilizing them because I know that the relationship that I have to those things are very, very healthy. So I'm not playing into extremes anymore. And it's not making the fact that I cut all of those things out wrong. It was like perfect for a period of my journey. But now I'm low-key liking reading fiction fantasy romance novels and doing Amazon finds hauls because I've been in a TikTok hole and it's a sometimes thing, but I like it. So again, if you're someone who you're listening to this, you're perpetually addicted to your phone, you're addicted to TikTok, you watch back-to-back TV shows like five nights a week and you numb out while doing it and, and you're so unconscious with what you're doing, maybe take a little break. Like even give yourself, I'm not going to watch TV for seven days. Like give yourself like seven days of not watching TV and see what else you do to fill the time. And I would also make it a rule that you don't get to scroll on your phone when you're not watching TV. So you'll have to be creative. You'll have to take your dogs for an extra walk or you'll need to read a book or do something different. Like give yourself time and space to actually kind of like adjust to that so that when you reintegrate those things back in, you're being conscious and really, really intentional and you're actually getting enjoyment out of what you're doing rather than just kind of like letting life pass you by because you don't have the energy to be present. And I think this is a a really interesting conversation to dive into because I know for me, again, this is years ago now, like I'm probably talking 10 years ago, especially when I was like 18 and stuff like that. And and especially when I like first got into uni and stuff, I remember just not being fully passionate about life. 
Like I kind of remember the feeling and the energy of waking up in the morning and almost feeling tired. And I don't mean like, oh, I'm struggling to wake up. I mean like my soul felt tired. My whole being was like, I just can't wait until it's the end of the day and I'm getting back in bed now. And it makes me so sad that I felt like that and I wasn't actually having a really healthy relationship to living and life. But what really makes me sad is I know that that wasn't a unique experience. And what I mean by that is I know a lot of people feel like that. And that's what makes me sad. And it makes me sad that we've normalized that. It makes me really sad that we've kind of like normalized people going through life in a way where they're somewhat zoned out or they're plugged out or they're just really going through the motions. And so for me, whilst I wasn't consciously like, I can't be bothered doing anything, I'm going to watch TV. I know that doing things like watching TV shows and stuff like that, I got to just turn off my brain and I got to not think. And whilst I'm really grateful that I would say I've always had good mental health, it doesn't mean that... I was really living my life or I was present in my life. It definitely wasn't. I just had no connection to myself. I had no connection to those around me. I remember feeling like I didn't belong. I remember always like wanting the next thing. Like I remember early high school being like, oh, I just can't wait till I'm like in year 11 or 12 because, you know, things are different. You get electives, you get the senior room, you get a kitchen. And like, you know, in my school, I don't know if anyone can relate to this, but we had like a, you know, VCE hub and VCE students got their own kitchen and like they could sit inside at lunchtime. And then when I was in year 11 and 12, I remember just thinking, I just like can't wait for university. And then when I was in university, I was just like, I just can't wait till I get a real job. And then when I got a job, I was like, I can't wait till I get promoted. Like I remember my whole life was this perpetual state of always wanting to be in the future and never wanting to be in the present. And so it was like life was never good enough. The now was never good enough. It would be good enough when I got to XYZ, when I got to uni, when I got a job, when I got a promotion, like when I found a partner, like life was always going to be better when something else happened. I could never possibly just be present and enjoy where I was at. And so things like TV and stuff for me at that time, I was just like numbed out and not living my life. I was like waiting. And again, this wasn't a thought process. I didn't think I'm going to wait for everything to happen, but it was just like this robotic state of living where I really fell into this trap of, I'm just going to wait to be happy. I'm just going to wait to feel successful. I'm just going to wait And things like binge watching TV shows or going into social media spirals really pass the time. And I remember like, and and again, if you're someone who has a social media addiction, because I just fully remember this time, I remember thinking I'd been on my phone for like 20 minutes and it would have been like two hours. And then I would feel anxious and I would be like, oh my God, like I've wasted so much time. I've wasted so much of my day. And then I would have this weird like feeling in my body of like wanting to go to Facebook and refresh it and go to Instagram and refresh it and go to Snapchat and refresh it. And I would get in this refresh loop and I wasn't even liking it. I wasn't even enjoying it. I wanted to stop doing it, but it's like it was so fucking addictive. And I remember just being so addicted to my phone, so addicted to TV shows and things like that, where it's like I would watch every possible season and then I would watch it again and again and again back to back gossip girl pretty little liars fucking true blood like whatever it was I was like a bit of a tv show whore and then I went through obviously like such a different stage in my personal development and things like that and I really started falling in love with life and I didn't even realize I was doing it I was just doing it 
I became so addicted to bettering myself, but not in a way of who I was wasn't enough, but just from like, it felt good. It's like when someone goes for a run or you do a workout and you get endorphins. It's like, I wouldn't say I got endorphins of doing personal development, but it definitely left me feeling higher. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love the feeling I get when I learn more about myself. I love the feeling I get when I uncover something about myself. I love the feeling I get when I accomplish something for myself or I do something that I know is good for me. I get another workout in. I drink an extra liter of water. I meditated X amount of times. Like I remember just really like almost becoming addicted to the small wins in my day-to-day life. And in the process of getting addicted to the small wins within myself, I started becoming addicted to just life and just living life and being present and not just like clocking out. So that kind of sent me off this perpetual journey of, really learning more and more about myself and early days of that journey, it was meditating and, you know, nervous system regulation work. There was a lot of inner child healing and things like that. And then eventually that kind of moved into energetic work and embodiment work and shadow work and things like that. And over time, I've just continued to learn more and more and more about myself. And as I've learned more about myself and I've learned more about the human mind and and the consciousness and psyche and things like that, I feel like I've been able to have quote unquote more control, but not in like a controlling way, but just in more of an empowering way where I felt like I've had more power to make empowering decisions for myself. I've noticed that I'm like less reactive where things don't quote unquote trigger me as much. And I'm just a little bit more of a chill cucumber. Like I'm a laid back little chill cucumber. That's how it feels. People could say things or I could be misunderstood or something can happen and it doesn't wobble me. And I remember this is such a small example, but I remember last year I ran a retreat for my mastermind girls. So there was myself and 12 of my clients all in a house together. It was just absolutely incredible. And I remember at the end of the week, a couple of the girls were from Melbourne and I had hired a car. I'm also from Melbourne. So I said to my clients, like, let's just like get a flight together and all the things. So the retreat came to a close. I was in the hire car. I was driving some of my clients and we were heading back to the hire car place to drop the car off. And the whole week, everything had been perfect, not a single scratch on the car. And we're driving on the highway and there's a truck in front of me. This huge rock flicks up and it smashed the window, like not shattered it, but enough that there was a chip and then you could see all the glass broken around the chip. Like it was big enough that I'm like, I'm going to drive in. They're going to see this straight away. Like this actually needs a new windshield yesterday. And I was like, oh, and all the girls were like, oh my God. And I was like, God, I'm so glad I paid to bring my excess down to $0. Because like, if you've ever hired a car, it's like the excess is like $4,000 and you can pay like $160 and it brings it to zero. And so many people like they're in a scarcity and their little tight ass comes out and they're like, nope, not paying the $160. And I paid it. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so glad I did that. And we're just driving. And then I was like, anyway, what were we talking about? And we kept driving. And one of my clients said to me, she was like, can I just say what you just modeled to us in terms of your mindset was really cool to witness. And I was like, what do you mean? And she said, honestly, that would have ruined my whole day. She's like, if I was on a holiday, I'd hired a car, everything had gone well all week. And I was literally on my way back in the last 10 minutes of returning it. 
and a rock smash the windshield, it would have just ruined my mood. My mood would have just dropped and, and I probably would have carried that throughout the whole day. And it was really cool to just see something quote unquote bad happen and you were just over it within two seconds and you just didn't even care. And I was like, yeah. And it's interesting because even though it was a stone in my windshield, there's been a lot bigger things and more emotional things like that that have happened in my life and my business. And I'm really, really proud of how I handled them. So I think it's really, really cool where I'm just so proud of all of the work that I've done. And it's really just the remembrance. And I feel like if you're listening to this episode, you're someone who values personal development anyway. That's why I'm in your ears right now. And I think it's just a really cool moment to reflect and actually sit with this of like, why are you doing this? And not because there needs to be a reason, like it doesn't need to be because I want to stop doing this or I want to move away from this, but actually taking a moment to reflect on the work that you're doing and what you're choosing to do right now. Like you're choosing to listen to a podcast and it's not just for entertainment, even though podcasts can be entertaining too. It's because there's some part of you that has an innate desire to better yourself. And it's not just so you can stop being angry or so you can stop binge eating, like whatever your journey is right now. We think that we'd go in this personal development part to just stop doing things, but sometimes it's also so we can start feeling certain things. And some of those things is you get to start feeling more confidence. You get to start feeling more regulated in your body. You get to start feeling more chilled and laid back around life. And when you no longer have all this energy being taken up by the little things, you actually start having energy to put towards the bigger things. So even for me, I'm not spending energy going towards wondering what outfit to wear. I'm not spending energy wondering around like why no one bought within five seconds of me launching an offer. I don't spend energy worrying about what Susie or Sally thought of me. For example, like I've had someone tagged me in something not so nice last year. I remember I was on a trip in Tasmania when it happened. Someone tagged me in like an Instagram story that was like not very nice. And I remember seeing it. I'm like, oh, why do people do things like this? And then I moved on. Like it was that quick. I know years ago that would have derailed my whole holiday. I probably would have cried. I would have been like to my partner, why did they post that? People are misunderstanding me and like all the things. And now it's just like, Do I like it? No. Like who likes that shit? But is it going to stop me feeling happy in my day? Is it going to stop me posting, speaking my truth, living my life, creating, innovating, building, like doing all those things? Like it's not. And it's not because I've continued to do the work on myself to come back into a more regulated state. So I guess a lot of the purpose of this episode is really bringing you back into your intentionality of doing personal development work and the importance of doing this work for yourself, for how you get to feel in it, yet equally not getting so swept up in it that you don't allow yourself to just be a human being. Like you don't need to become like a self-development robot. Like you don't need to do this so you can be seen doing the work so other people can praise you or validate you for the fact that you did a fucking cold plunge or that you listened to a podcast. You do this for you and how you get to feel and how you're going to show up and navigate life when you do this work. Again, don't get so swept up in it that you don't allow yourself to do anything that just can be enjoyable sometimes. So, you know, for me, I mean, that's very much that season of whilst I'm still doing all the things, I'm also doing the less conscious things. I'm doing the conscious things like, you know, eating really well, drinking water and like it's almost unconscious. Like that's just my baseline. Like I don't have to think about drinking water. I just drink water. I don't think about 
looking after my body. I just look after my body, but I am doing things like that where my baseline now is I'm, you know, plugged into mentorship. I've been with my mentor for 18 months. I've already prepaid in full for the rest of the year. I'm in a mastermind at the moment and I'm about to go into another mastermind. I'm learning, I'm watching courses, I'm listening to podcasts. I'm back into enjoying podcasts at the moment. James Wedmore is like one of my favorites at the moment. I'm looking after my body. I'm just doing all of those things. I'm learning and I'm evolving, but also I'm going to watch what I eat in a day on YouTube sometimes, or I'm going to watch TikToks and get into an Amazon must-haves hashtag hole sometimes and then end up buying things on Amazon. I'm going to watch Pretty Little Liars sometimes and I'm just going to allow myself to be a human that just gets to enjoy human experiences. And it just feels so cool to be doing things like that and have a different relationship to those things. And kind of as I alluded to earlier in the podcast, the difference is presence and intentionality. The difference is I'm not using those things to numb out and, you know, not be in my life and you don't want time to pass me by because I'm waiting for things to get better or I'm waiting to be happier or I'm waiting for, again, the promotion or the next thing. I'm not doing those things to let life pass me by or numb out, avoid, distract, procrastinate. I'm now doing those things for the actual enjoyment of the thing itself. And that feels really, really cool to say. That's where I'm at in my journey and wherever you're at in your journey right now gets to be perfect as well. And maybe this is your reminder If you're someone who, you know, right now you're always waiting on the next thing, you're in, you know, a perpetual state of, I'll be happy when I make more money, I'll be happy when I meet a partner, I'll be happy when I buy a dog, I'll be happy when I lose five kilos. If that's the the phase that you're in, I know it's so fucking cliche, but can you just start romanticizing your life? And that brings me into the next season that I'm in right now that I mentioned at the start, which is my that girl energy, that girl lifestyle, that girl aesthetic. Again, it's a TikTok reference. If anyone enjoys TikTok and you see those videos like hashtag that girl lifestyle, it's usually the TikToks of like you'll see clips of someone making their bed and putting on their gym shoes and making it's usually a fucking matcha latte, iced matcha latte or like you guys know the vibe that I'm talking about. And we don't need to take that super literally. And I'm not in a season of making my life look aesthetic for people outside of myself. I'm making my life feel aesthetic for myself and elevating my frequency in that. I'm going to use the example of the utensils that I just bought off Amazon, the beige utensils. I'm not buying those so people see me cooking with beige utensils. Like who the fuck sees me cook? Like no one. Like usually I cook dinner before my partner's even home. I'm not a foodie or a food blogger. Like no one's going to see my beige cooking utensils but me. I just want to cook with them because it feels good and it makes me happy. And, you know, a lot of things like that where I've started even doing up my office. This, like, you guys can't see it, but I'm on a brand new couch in my office for my podcast studio right now. There's a new rug in my studio and slowly, bit by bit, new pieces are going to be delivered because I just want my, I want to walk in my office and it just feels good. And I've just slowly upgrading pieces of furniture in my home. So I'm up to $38,000 I've invested in doing up my home. And it's interesting because my partner has always been the one to buy furniture. So when we first moved out of home, I went shopping with his credit card and I picked out all of our furniture. He paid for it. Things we've upgraded over the years. Like I've been like to my partner, hey babe, like we need this. Can I have some money? (laughs) That's basically been what has been. Can I have your credit card? And 
that's been what it is. And I hit a level where I was like, oh, I don't need, we don't need anything new now. I just want it. I just desire it. It actually feels really good for me to buy it. So I have been upgrading again, my whole office and podcast studio from start to finish. Everything will be new. So new desk, new desk chair, new rug, new artwork, new couch, like absolutely everything's going to be new. So I think my office was around 10 to 12K just for my office, probably around 12,000 for my office. And then there's been other things that I've been having to upgrade as well. So new coffee table, new entryway console, kitchen buffet chairs, a new bed, new bedside tables, so many new things coming. And it feels really, really good for me. And so many things of the hashtag that girl lifestyle, like and the Amazon finds, like I'm buying it, but I'm not buying it because I want people to think I'm the fucking cool girl or like, I just really couldn't care about that shit, but I care about how it makes me feel. I care about when I pour my coffee or I pour my smoothie, the glass that I'm pouring it into. And I care about when I'm cooking, the vibe I'm creating when I cook. I'm really in a season of romanticizing my life. So if you're one of those people that right now you're in the I'll be happy when, can you romanticize your life right now? And it doesn't have to be $38,000 of fucking furniture. It could be something as simple as like, you know, three new homewares that you buy from Kmart. Like that's what it could be. It could be that you get a new desk from Ikea and you get a new artwork from Kmart and you get a little, I don't know, vase or a trinket from Kmart and it comes to $300 and it just like totally elevates your whole entire life. Like it could be something like that, whatever it is. And maybe it's you're getting a new fucking cooking utensil. Maybe it's something that doesn't cost any money. Maybe it's that you live you know, 15 minutes from the beach, but you usually get up and in the morning you just walk out your front gate and go for a walk around the block. But now twice a week, you're going to drive to the beach and you're going to do your daily walk along the beach and you're going to journal by the water. Maybe it's that you always have a coffee at home, but a couple of days a week, you're going to have a coffee out. Or maybe you always have coffee out, but you want to romanticize making a coffee at home. It really isn't what you're doing, what it costs, what you bought. It's what's the energy you're doing it in. How does it feel? So even something as simple as, and I've used this example with clients before, but it's like, you can do your morning skincare or you can do skincare. Like you can do your skincare or you can do skincare. And you guys get what I mean. I know you get what I mean. You can like very unconsciously, you know, be slapping on your moisturizer quickly, like slapping your hands together, boom, 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 oils on, serums on, done, and you're out the door. And that whole time you're thinking about what you're going to do today, or you can be there. You can be present. You can, you know, put a little headband in and you can make a whole experience out of your skincare. Everything you can do that. You can, you know, just like skull your coffee or just have your coffee or you can have your coffee. You can go for a walk or you can go for a walk. Like everything that you're doing, it doesn't actually have to cost money. It just gets to be what's the relationship to what it is that you're doing. And can you romanticize that? Can you make your walk more romantic? Can you make the way that you make your breakfast more romantic? Can you make the way you cook you do your skincare, you shower, the way that you watch TV, you know, instead of just like picking up the remote and switching it on Netflix, can you get like cozy blankets and cushions and light a candle and like, can you bring more intentionality to what you're already doing in your day-to-day life and can you romanticize the fuck out of it? If you are someone who is on the other end where you have been 
really putting yourself into a personal development robot where you can't watch TV, you can't watch a movie, you can't read a book unless it's personal development, you can't listen to a podcast unless it's educational, you fucking can't do anything in case you're hashtag not conscious. Can you allow yourself to be a human for five fucking minutes? Can you allow yourself to enjoy an episode of 90210 or can you allow yourself to just whatever? Can you read a fiction book for just just one time? Maybe just one fucking page. Like, can you allow yourself to stop taking life too seriously? Because then you're just missing the point of life. Like, we don't do personal development work in order to turn into robots that don't get to experience and have no, like, texture and nuance. We do personal development work so our relationship to those things improves. So that when you watch TV, you're not binge watching 20 episodes to clock out, you're having a laugh or you're crying or you're watching or you're being there or you're connecting with someone while you're watching it. So don't miss the point of doing personal development work and please just like allow yourself to be human. And it really, really is a balancing act. It's a balancing act of committing to hold yourselves to higher standards. And I have an episode, I think it'll be a couple of episodes back now around holding yourself to a higher standard, which I really recommend. But that's what life is. It's this beautiful dance between holding yourself to a higher standard, continuing to refine, evolve and grow and also find like the pleasure in the mundane things. It doesn't always have to be like a big new holiday or $38,000 worth of furniture. It can be that the way that you drink your coffee in the morning is fucking just a whole experience. So This is not new information for a lot of people, but I think it's sometimes the reminder that we can lose track of and I know that I lost track of. So it really is your invitation to just take a audit of your life right now. Just assess how you've been navigating life, thinking, feeling and moving. And can you allow yourself to be more human and not take things so seriously? And equally, can you allow yourself to play into your that girl era, your that girl lifestyle? And can you start romanticizing your life so you get to have enjoyment out of the present moment how you're cooking, eating, showering, and and really just like falling madly in love with life and madly in love with the experience of it again, even in the most mundane thing. I hope you guys loved today's episode. I know it was short and sweet, but I'm looking forward to seeing you guys in the next one. And I hope you guys are just absolutely loving Spill the Tea. I just cannot wait to drop another episode of that for you guys. This is like a perfect example of plugging into something that's like conscious. And, you know, it's not normalizing toxic behavior, but it's just like having some fucking fun. So I love those episodes and I hope you guys love them as much as I do. 